Fighting is a choice. Make yours. I'm into survival. What, what, what's up survivors? Welcome to D180. Come for the horror, stay for a ride. With AJ, John A and Brittany. What would you do if somebody told you you were a basic bitch on a date? See, that's a that's too open of a question. Mm -hmm. I need to know like what what made them say that? Who said this? Who was the person that called me this? Like it was your date. Your date, the person you went out with. When y'all were leaving, he was like, fuck you too. What'd you do? I called you a basic bitch. Oh, well, clearly I said it first if he's saying fuck me too, so. You just stand there and blink? I guess so. Because you would never get the chance, honestly. Um, they would never. So, I, I'm not sure how to answer this question yeah i'm not yeah i'm like that because it would never happen oh well maybe no one need to take a page from y'all's books because she just stood there and blinked that poor baby i felt so bad for her because we wouldn't have got that far we would not have got that far at all i mean I, okay so to be completely honest when we get to that part i did put it in my spoiler alert territory i know it's first thing in the movie in the episode and i'm already about to spoil some shit but not really but um you know, I don't want to say that I agreed with him, but I kind of agreed because why you look so homely on your first date? Now, granted, I don't think he should have commented on that, but like you could at least brush your hair, use some dry shampoo or something like you look. I thought her hair looked fine. I didn't think anything looked wrong about it i mean we dress like that so i mean i literally did not it's see a chinese problem. restaurant it wasn't like they were yeah, going nowhere right. fancy they was going I, nowhere fancy i mean i ain't say that she had to be fancy but she did look like she just threw on an outfit you know just saying. am i supposed to put on clothes mm. to go it get chinese like tip, it looked like the typical white girl standard going to get some pickup outfit to me so, so I mean, she, I she at least fine. she put effort <laughs> in with the nigga from the grocery store she put effort she brushed her hair they was going to a bar. I'm yeah. definitely, yeah, we're going to a, that, a bar is different from the Chinese joint around the corner. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because yeah, it didn't seem like he was asking for a lot there. The place he would have picked, if you would have asked me if I want to go to the Chinese market, y'all, there's a real Chinese market where, I'm, where I stay at. I'm not just generalizing the whole ethnicity here. Um, I'm put that same outfit on. We're going to get a, not a sweater. We're gonna get some jeans and I see you the fuck there. All right. Cause I ain't I'm not Brittany. Okay, look, Brittany dresses up for almost everything. Anyways, it's gonna be cute. Yes. But I'm not I'm not putting on the best outfit I got in my closet. I didn't say you had to be the best outfit. I ain't even putting on the medium best outfit. For me, you getting the bottom best outfit, which is still the best. Don't get this shit twisted. Don't say I'm out here looking fucked up. But you still getting the bottom, the bottom effort. And if you would have hit me with the message he sent talking about bring cash, you wouldn't have even seen the bottom outfit. So we're just talking about the movie at this point. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> she we didn't even left, tell yeah, them she, what she we were talking about. That point, so. We didn't even I could, I could turn enjoy the show. Yeah, um, for February's theme, 
That's my best friend. Go best friend. The entire month we've been talking about the black best friend, the trope that we love to hate. This time we're going to be talking about 2022's fresh Hulu original, which means it's only exclusively streaming on Hulu, which is a part of Disney Plus. You can actually find it on there, but don't tell anybody I told you that. I thought it wasn't like in this country on Disney Plus. Once again, this is a Japan watch for me. I was able to watch it on Disney um, Plus, just like Ready or Not. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's because, um, well, I mean, obviously, Disney owns all of it. Mm-hmm. And that's why you can get it somewhere other yes. than here. They block our shit here because it's we're called a family. like Star somewhere else or something. Yeah, we're, we're allegedly a family friendly place. I don't, I don't really know. Is Disney really family friendly? I don't know because they kill everybody's fucking parents. Let's be honest. Mm. And speaking of, um, but that's a terrible ass segue. I'm not going to say what I was going to (laughs) say. Oh yeah. And speaking of family friendly parks, you can keep up with us on our socials at D180 podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. The only trigger that I have is general cannibalism. Um, I would say bitch assness from fuck boys. Unsolicited dick pics. Yeah, yeah, unsolicited dick pics is a thing. Low key domestic abuse. Low key. And damn near Stockholm syndrome. Um, so do with that what you will. While you do go with that, what you will, we're gonna go to park recommendation. Park recommendations. Okay, so when I first saw this movie, instantly there's a movie I don't think a lot of people know about, or maybe you do. It's 2016's Fear, and the main part of it is like, I don't wanna give anything away, but bitch, just be careful who you fucking with. And when you see the movie, if you know a movie I'm talking about, the sentence I just said has a whole different meaning versus just the general, be careful who you fucking with. So if you've seen the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about, but give it a shot. All right, you want an example of a a date that goes horribly fucking wrong? Let you hit 2022's Run, Sweetheart, Run. Y'all love that movie. I don't know why I love that movie. I don't, but I do. Y'all gotta watch it, because it's just like, what the fuck? Survivors, if you have any park recommendations that fit today's ride, let us know on our Twitter or in our DMs. AJ, I know you just said you watched it. No. So, I saw the trailer when it had dropped on Hulu, and I had wanted to watch it, but... um, I have this thing where I have to be in the mood to watch movies and I'd rather watch a TV show over watching the movie because of me sitting still for X amount of time that a movie takes. I gotta, I gotta be in the mindset for that. So I had saved it to my watch list to come back to on Hulu. I never came back to it. And then we um, created our season three list and I saw it on there and I was like, well, I'll just wait until, you know, we covered the episode to watch it. And that's what I did. I remember when this dropped, when it dropped for Sundance, and I remember a lot of our friends talking about it. 
But um, I don't know why I wasn't able to catch it then, but it didn't drop here until March. And I remember you guys talking about it, so I was just kind of like out because I didn't want to know too much. I don't know why I waited so long to watch it. Oh, well, actually, no. I think, I'm going to be straight up. When you put it on the theme for this theme, I was like, I got to watch this movie because I got to make sure Britney know what I'm talking about for this thing because I hadn't seen the movie yet. And I was like, Britney be trying to do extra shit. So I got to make sure that the movie actually fit. <laughs> so I went ahead and one thing I love about this movie and as I do with a lot of movies, this movie definitely works if you don't know shit about shit. And my ass was eating a fat ass bowl of ramen and sushi, and bitch, it was an experience. I wasn't mad at though. No, that sushi hit. It no. like it, yeah. I cause the, like when the movie opens up, I was like, oh shit, me too, bitch. I had my chopsticks. I was like, me too. And then, you know me, like if I'm eating during the movie, I kind of space it out. As I'm like watching the movie, I don't eat everything all at once, like during the first half. And then I'm at the sushi and I'm eating through the rest of the movie. And I was like, damn, maybe I should have finished this. Hmm. But yeah, yeah the movie me. actually made me hungry. I actually ordered Kava from DoorDash in the middle of the movie. It made you hungry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not being funny. Like most of the time we watch cannibal movies, I don't be affected. And I don't know if that yeah, says anything about me. Like. And actually, a lot of these movies, when y'all be like, I was eating, I'll be like, okay, and? Like, I don't know. So raw, gross raw affected me differently. Now, that's the only was, one when she licked that raw chicken. That was the only thing that yeah, ever bothered me. Yeah, she was eating me. raw but, meat. Like, in this one, they were more so eating, like, cooked food. And then the same thing with the menu. At the end of the menu, I told y'all, me and Brandon wanted burgers. Like, we were hungry. We ordered pizza. Like, yeah. I guess because it was cooked food that I don't, I'm not really bothered. There's the fact that like raw. Food. I don't see why you would be grossed out by the menu though. Mm-mm. That doesn't have any. I don't see why you'd be grossed out by that menu though. My dumb ass was eating when I was watching Hatchet, and it came on right on the scene where he got the hit in the, in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think Hatchet would have bothered me. I was I like mid chew though when he threw up in his mouth. Oh, yeah, that would have bothered me. Bother I was like, I see one movie I haven't watched yet that I really want to watch because I just really want to know what the hype is about. And I don't really know what type of hype to place it in, but I really want to watch Cannibal Holocaust because I heard they had to bring this mofo to court because they really thought he killed niggas, like the Blair Witch Project. And I was like, I need to see this shit. You want so. me to answer that for you or you want me to let that go? You can tell me. You know I'm with the shit. I don't give a damn. Cannibal Holocaust was bad for the time period. Watching it now, and especially how we consume horror. I would be fine. It's yeah. light work for me. Yeah. Okay. Like, you're gonna you're gonna feel like you missed out on, like, the woo for it. You're gonna be like, ooh. Okay. Okay. Because the shit happened. The shit that happened. Is it like Green Inferno? Is it like um, Green Inferno? Yes, but not for me it was i cut it off like i didn't it wasn't like it was bad you know how like i cut off movies and i don't get no fuck right that's why i said here you go yeah i cut the shit off and it wasn't like there was shit happening i was just like "Uh, this is this is it 
this is all. Mm-hmm. This is what the fuck okay. y'all was hyping up. And I was like, off. Oh. So, no, that movie ain't gonna fuck you with you. We, we watch too much horror for that. Oh, okay. Just like them folks walking out of Terrifier 2. And I was like, why? Okay, no, 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 no. That was a fucking line, okay? <laughs> oh, and I was watching Terrifier 2 and BJ was sitting next to me. You know, BJ be with the shits, too. While I was watching it, it was two scenes that I was kind of in my head. I was like, damn, it's a lot. And then I looked over at him and he seemed fine. But then it was like a few days later, we were like talking about it. And he was like, I ain't going to hold you. Some parts of that movie, I was like, damn, that's a lot. And we both said what scene we thought was a lot. And I'm not going to spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it yet. But I don't know why you haven't seen it. But yeah, we was like, Because damn, I don't like clowns. Yeah, you don't need to see that movie. <laughs> you should not watch that movie. If we ever watch it for the podcast, I don't know. But Jesus. Didn't tap out, but I was just like, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> and I don't think I've ever said, yeah, that's a lot to anything. That shit was just long to me. That I too. Like, I was just like, when is it going to be over? And that's when I knew I was desensitized. To, well, never mind. I've been desensitized to bullshit for a long, long time. I blame my sperm donor. Ooh, I got a funny joke about him and this shit. But... It's not really all that funny, y'all. Y'all are probably gonna think I'm terrible. But the first time I watched this movie was with D180 superfan, Donnell. Hey, Donnell. And Michelle. Hey, Michelle. We watched this together at Sundance. Like, it was a whole little thing. No, we was not sharing passwords, Sundance. We wasn't doing that shit. We all bought our own separate tickets and was on the phone with each other watching this shit together. And it was a fun-ass time. Like, we was laughing up and down. Through the, through the little speakers, watching each other's reactions to the movie. Good times. And then I watched it again when it came out on Hulu. And then I haven't watched it since then. Well, until I had to watch it again for this. So, let's get into these motherfucking people. So, it was written by Lauren Kahn, and it was the direct It was a directorial debut for Mimi Cave. Which is crazy, because for this to be her first attempt, bitch, you did that. You ate down yeah. for real. Yeah. When I saw that, when I was doing the research, I was like, wow. You wouldn't even thought. Oh, wouldn't even girl. thunk it. No, I really did appreciate Unlike that. some movies that we've covered in the past. Yeah. They, they, some people Looking at you, honeymoon. Damn. You don't have to come off that movie. You just didn't like that movie. <laughs> you really ain't got feelings. No, okay. we, we did... We did fine. That was a good movie. I liked it. I understand, though. Um, it was produced by Adam McKay and Kevin Mystic. Music by Alex Summers. Let me go ahead and tell you, Alex, who did the damn thing with this motherfucking music. Because these jams True. were jamming. True. Thank you for being a friend. Dun, 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 dun. Cinematography is by Powell. Can't pronounce that last name. You know Please I don't Please time out. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Time out. Because no. What you're not going to do is not pronounce this man's name. Because look, here's the thing. This is Ari Aster's DP. Okay? Mm-hmm. Why well, I had to say it out like I didn't know what the fuck it was? That doesn't mean I can pronounce no, names. No, because I, I was, I was going to say, D, what is DP? Direct, well, director he does the separate, yes. Director of photography, so he does separate oh, okay. okay, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Because no that's not what I was thinking. Mm-mm. 
listen, I couldn't pronounce um Teresa Balk's name, and I loved her. Mm-mm. So we just gotta let that go. That I sometimes I can't pronounce names, even though I do like the person. It's just I don't know how to say it. Uh, and I don't believe in butchering names when I be trying to sound this shit out. I just be Put like Zelsky. Ashley just said it. Woo! Because I will fuck it up. <laughs> Editing was by Martin Pensa. Direct. What the fuck? Distributor is by Searchlight Pictures. Yay! So, we have Daisy Edgar Jones as Noah. Which we- is crazy to me because I learned that she was 23 when she filmed this, but her character has to be like late 20s. But she plays it very well. Because for you to be tired of dating, you can't be no damn 23. No. Like, no, 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 no. That don't happen until, like, around this point right now. So she's definitely playing older, and I think she does a really good job with it. But you get to see her in later movies more because you've seen her in Where the Crawdads Sing. She was Kaya. Now, let's get to the number two person. And this is the only time I'm going to call him by this name. So y'all just be prepared for me giving him everything other than this. We have Sebastian Stan as Steve. Not saying that name again. So my nigga Bucky. Some of you may know him as Bucky Barnes from Marvel, but I knew him from the motherfucking Covenant. Okay, you see how we are not the same. We are we are not the same because if you don't know him from the Covenant, you wasn't a whore like that to watch men with a shirt off. Mm-mm. Okay, I was watching that movie for the plot, and the plot was some fine ass man. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what you're about. that movie, and and that's that's that why awful movie. That's all yours. You can have it. What? What? No, I that. I told you I watched that movie for the plot, which was them well, with their shirts off. Well, you can deliver the plot. And there you go. What plot? All I'm gonna do is say these men mm-hmm. shirts were off for ninety percent of the movie. I stared at them. That is all. That's literally all. I don't know shit to listen. That movie is not good. You watch it to look at them and that's it. Hmm. That's it. Hmm. So we got Jojo T. Gibbs from Molly. Andrea Bang as Penny. Deo Okini as Paul. Now, you know Paul from one of two things. His ass played Trey and Run Sweetheart Run. And he played Thresh from The Hunger Games. You don't know him from either one of them? I am sorry to you. Sorry to me, because... You don't know him? No, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know that man. Oh, damn. His fine ass. I don't know why y'all don't know his fine ass. All right, we got Charlotte. Damn. Well, you need to watch Run, Sweetheart, Run. It's on Amazon Prime. It is horror. It is horror, so you can watch it. It ain't shit else. I, I didn't say that was stopping me. Anything that came out in 2022, you know I'm behind with, because... I was on the other side of the world. You were back when this came out, I believe. When did it come out? November. Oh, yeah. See, yeah, no, I had just seen Nope at that point. It was like October, November, because I was waiting on it to come out. That's definitely when I came back. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> left again. I was just gone. It was everywhere. It was fine. We have Charlotte LeBon as Anne, Brent Deere as Chad. And Alina Morris as Melissa. <clears throat> so the first poster I want to talk about is the one that's worth fifteen thousand nine hundred dollars. 
with a nice little price tag with the red manicured fingernails. See, this was the first poster I came across. And I don't know, because that was all I saw. I didn't know anything. When you guys were talking about it in the group chat, that's all I saw. And I was just like, mm. I mean, clearly, I don't know what I thought. I knew it was going to be some type of like body parts movie. I just didn't know where it was going. But now that you've seen the movie, it's crazy because you can look at this poster and it takes on like a completely different meaning, especially when you see the symbols. Because at first you're not thinking twice about them damn symbols. You just think that's just some random decoration. But now you know it's like part of a whole organization or whatever. And don't forget the price too, because it's thirty thousand dollars a pound, and he told Noah a plate at thirty thousand dollars, and so we can tell this half of a plate. Right. We're not getting the full thing. Who the fuck gonna pay thirty thousand dollars for a plate? The people that get it. Listen, the same people that go eat at um homeboy restaurant on the island. You right. Mm hmm. I would love to be taken to one of those. Never mind. I don't want to go to the damn yeah. restaurant. Like, wow, would, you pushed it. Well, no, I should. I would live actually. Um, never mind. A, I'll start spoiling shit. I could go to the restaurant. Give me a nice little doggy bag. All right. The second poster is this little red number. And why he this looks one? Like that? I just this don't is the care poster that I've seen. I this just don't care for that scene. One. It, like this, okay, so the reason why this movie fared very well is because it did very well disguising itself as not a horror movie. A lot of people probably thought this was like a fucking rom-com and then they were fucking surprised. And I love that. I love when horror movies can disguise themselves, but I also hate when they have to skate and do that. So I knew it was going to be a horror movie despite the trailer and the... um the poster only because I looked at the genre of the movie. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, clearly that's going to tell you what it is, but I'm saying if you're just looking at it, you don't know nothing else. Like you just look at this poster. That's not giving you horror. I'm going to be like, Oh, this, uh, some lifetime shit. Like something like that. If you didn't show me anything else, like if you show me, if I only seen the hand, then I would be like, maybe, or once again, it could be one of them, Lifetime movies. I'm always say Lifetime because they be trying it. Or a true crime movie, some type of deal like that. But this red one, it's just like, it's giving Netflix cover. Like, why did y'all pick this? What is it about this? I'm not getting it. This looks like the cover of one of them romance novels. Like the spicy ones. Mm -hmm. You'll be seeing that you can get for free on Kindle Unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I see when I look at, like, the way he's looking at her all longingly. Yeah. He's looking all, it looks like you've been a read a spicy-ass book. Mm-hmm. It do. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> does. Like, it, if I only seen this and I never seen any other poster, I do not know if I would ever watch this movie. This would have got the same treatment that um, Heather's got. Now, wait a minute. But you're not lying. But pump your break. But you're not lying, though. 
See, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm, that's why I said you're not lying. I couldn't even be mad because you're not lying because we talked about this. Yes, that poster sucks because you have no idea what the movie is and you watch the movie. And what the fuck? It's not what was on the poster. <laughs> the last poster, um, y'all have never seen this poster in my life, but I like the usage of it because if you look kind of close at the at the paint, it looks like you might almost see body hair on it. But you got two little pieces of meat in the shape of a heart. But it also looks like booty cheeks now that you've seen the movie. That's what I was thinking was them like ass slaps. But unless you see the movie, you ain't got no fucking clue what the movie about. But it's poster. It the fuck off. It all. Oh yeah, so the last one is gonna be the picture of them two staring longingly at each other at the bar. And this is the thumbnail they use for Sundance. This is the one they use and they're talking, doing all the marketing for the movie and you see the little program book. This is the picture you see. It don't tell you shit. Again, it looked like you finna go to a nice ass little romance ass damn book, movie, something. They look like they in love with this little stack of cherries she never fucking ate. Wasted full ass bitch. Uh -uh. How you know she ain't eating? Cause them bitches was in the shot the whole time. How you gonna ask for a glass full and that glass be full the whole goddamn movie? But they was talking. And I'm gonna eat these fucking cherries mid sentence. And forget I'm on a date and tie one of them bitches in a knot. See, that's you. You're right. I'm odd. I've accepted this. Well, while she's accepting that, guys, let's go ahead and get our asses in this cute world. Step in line. Your number is near. Follow the sign. Your time is here. So, plan the worst date ever to find out what age you'll get married. I thought this was important because she was tired of the dating scene. And she kept having terrible ass dates. Pick a location for your date. The dump, gas station, old man Guffrey's house, mom's basement, under the sea, or the wax museum. See, I can swim. So... A lot of y'all niggas can't. All the rest of these, there is just so much chance that I can get fucked up because in the mom's basement, I don't know your mama. I don't know what's going on here. It can be anything. Y'all seen VHS 94? Um, or no, VHS 99, whichever one is the latest one. Y'all seen that shit. We not doing that. Um, the dump. Have y'all not seen Halloween ends? We not doing that. Um, gas station and wax museum. Did y'all not see House of Wax? We not doing that. Old man Guffrey's house. Fuck that. We going under the sea, bitch. I want to go to the wax museum. I seen that movie, and that's why I want to go. I don't know. I guess under the sea. We'll probably die. <laughs> Damn. Pick a time to have your date. 3 a.m. 4 a.m. 5 a.m. 8 a.m., 11 p.m., or it will be a surprise. No, sir. Why are you taking me out at these ungodly hours? Do I look like a piece of street pontane to you? Like, 8 a.m., we going to breakfast? That's cool. 11 p.m.? We under the sea, remember? It don't matter. Why you got me under... Yeah, well, definitely why you got me under the sea at 3, 4, 5 a.m. It's fucking dark. Like... Mm, mm, mm. 
Surprise. I don't like surprises, bitch. I need to know when to be ready. We don't do that. Um, you plan in the day. Oh, I am planning the date. Yes, we're planning the worst date ever. Oh, missed that detail. Um, oh, well, if that's the case, bitch, I'm trying to get you in and out so I can go to my next man. So, 8 a.m., gotta get you up away. I don't even wake up that early. Me either. We're gonna, we gonna have our date at 11 p.m. Mm -hmm. I need it to be scheduled. I'll be 8 a.m. and then I'll be late. <laughs> <laughs> Pick something to wear on the date. Clown makeup, derby hat, hooded cloak. Ooh, mysterious. Fedora, cargo shirt, cargo shorts, or a snake. What? I'm wearing a snake. Well, we're under the water. So... Cargo shorts. Mm. I'm wearing a hooded cloak because I feel like that really goes with my 11 p.m. House of Wax date. Need a theme. Bring a gift for your date. Okay, y'all, we're bringing gifts. Beans, oatmeal, a feral cat, meow, bones, antique doll, or a banana. I'm bringing a bag of bones. Mmm. Mm. Just because it is like chaos, I'm bringing the antique doll. Because we're in a wax museum, I feel like it's appropriate to bring you the doll. It just matches the vibe. Okay, y'all. Pick a date activity. Sitting quietly. Oh, I failed at that. Playing a board game with just two people. Isn't that what you play them with? Listening to a podcast together. You can listen to ours. Moving your stuff to a new home. Cleaning out the fridge or rolling down a grassy hill. We're going to be sitting quietly under the sea. Or you can listen to the whales. Mm, I can play a board game and then I can just whip that ass every single time. Since we're in the wax museum, I really think it's appropriate uh, if we just sit there quietly and listen to the sounds around us. Pick some food for your date. What the fuck? Cat food. I guess it goes with that feral cat. Ice cubes. Handful of wheat pasta. Butter. Sardines. Or candy corn. We're going to be eating sardines under the sea. My sister, my mom brings this story up all the time. Very long story short, it was a buffet. Somehow my sister, she came back with a big bowl of like ice cream. Shit was not ice cream, it was butter. However, there is some whipped butter that is just very tasty. So you know what, I'm gonna do it for the one time, butter. You know, I like whipped butter, especially the butter at Texas. Is it Logan's? I think it's Logan's. It's Logan's. Logan's butter. Oh yes, that's some good ass butter. There's something about having peanuts all over the floor in an establishment. And a butter that just. I mean, the peanuts on the floor does great for the wood, though. Mm -hmm. I feel bad for those who there. got actually allergies, actual peanut allergies. But oh, uh, they they better not ever go in there. Logan, they, they them rolls never. with that butter. I'm gonna get ice cubes. 
I don't eat ice, but this is for us, and I think it'd be great just to sit there and chew on them and listen to the silence. Let it reverberate off the walls. Pick something to say at the end of the day. Okay, y'all, these are famous last words. Get out. This was bad. I have to pee. I didn't enjoy spending time with you. Goodbye forever. Or you're my new dad now. Okay, one thing about me, one thing about me, honey, I have to pee. I always have to pee. I have to pee. I would love to say this was bad and walk off though, but no, I have to pee. Well, seeing as though I probably peed under the sea, I would say goodbye forever. Oh no, I'm definitely saying goodbye forever right before I turn them into a wax creature. So this shit said that I would get married at 27. This is a lie. I'm 30. Damn, they told me 28. Also a lie. I am also 30. Um, mine says 31. So we gonna see. We'll find out. I got a year. If it comes true, you guys are invited. I'm talking about the person that made this quiz because they know what they're talking about. More like eight you guys, months. You guys too. Until 31. But then you had... I mean, I got the whole year. No, no. I was until say I turned 32. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll see. Not with these nails, though. Actually, if it did happen, I would go back and get this one nail changed. And then I will take pictures. <sighs> Y'all know what you're doing with. At least he knows. So, survivors, what age are you getting married? Are you already married? I love that for you. Let us know what your results were on our Twitter or in the DMs. Well, it's our time. Let us go freshen up as we get ready for 2022's Fresh. The women in our parents' generation, they just... They were more into femininity. You know what I mean? Because mm. I think you would just look great in a dress. You but I mean, okay? if you were... Pretty much done, actually. Thank you. If it's cool, I'm just going to snag these leftovers. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, Molly. Do what? Dating people. No, no. You do not need a man, okay? So don't play the games. Just be you straight out the gate. Do you live around here? Because I, I live on aisle six. Oh, it's terrible. It was kind of terrible. What's his Instagram? I want to stalk a little bit. He doesn't have one. Say what? Yeah. Oh, no. See, that's, that's shady. Let's play a game. Tell me something you don't want me to know. I hate this. Okay. <laughs> Put all our hopes in finding happiness through someone else. Yeah. Girl, you are all digmatized and I haven't even seen this dude. What's going on? I'm gonna tell you, but you're gonna freak out. No, this isn't happening. Yeah, it's happening. No games. Know what you wanted? It's about giving. Giving yourself over to somebody. Becoming one forever. That's love. Forget this. It's a straight girl's fantasy come true, right? the trailer.
I watched yeah, the trailer. I really love the trailer. Ma'am, I'm not going to applaud you for shit you should already be doing, sis. Okay? I do it every time. Except I tell, let me tell you something. I, my, my, I can't call them coke. Well, I don't know what to call them. They're teenagers, okay? The teens that work at my job, they do that. They be like, AJ, I blah, 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 blah. I be like, good. You're supposed to. I, I, I said in your faces because I always except last week I be watching them. I just don't be having. No, nah, you just don't want to tell. You just want to tell on yourself again. It's okay, sis. No, okay. I wasn't. I actually do be watching them. <laughs> I be saying when I be watching them. It's just I don't have to say. I'm not a trailer person. We are neither, but you know we still got to do it. Um, but I agree. I agree. All bullshit is I agree. I like that. Um. But no bullshit is all bullshit aside. Um, I do really enjoy this trailer. What I like is Mimi was able to be a part of it. And I watched this interview with her and she said she is very adamant about them not fucking up the trailer because she says so often she watches trailers and everything is given away. She was like, this one, I just wanted you to know that she went on a fucked up date, but you don't know what the fucked up date was. And I was like, they got the point across. So I had to go back and listen to it right quick to hear that they did one of my favorite fucking songs as the music for the backdrop, which I thought I knew it, but it's Heads Will Roll. And mm. I fucking love that song. And of course, it's like Heads Will Roll. It's not in the music. It's actually the instrumental. Mm. But I love they use that particular song. Mm-hmm. Because it's always in like some party-esque. Well, it was in fucking... What was the name of that movie where they had a house party and all the shit went south and it was a really big thing? Every project X movie ever. Right, project X. <laughs> um, and when shit was going south, this was the music that was being played in that bitch. Mm, but man. um, and I like the fact like they that show movie. his dance scene. I love that movie. I saw the trailer and I was like, I want to see this because of Bucky. So I guess I liked it because I wanted to watch it. Was it because of Bucky or the movie? Bucky. Yeah. I mean, they he's did. the motivation for everything. Yeah, he looked kind of, I don't know. He looked real white manish. I like when they look like they got something else in them. Something, a little seasoning. Except Eric Northman, because he looked white as fuck, but I always love looking at him. Who? He played Eric Northman in True Blood, and he's in um Infinity Pool. I always forget his fucking name. Something Skarsgård. He's one of the Skarsgård's people. Alex? Yep. Oh, because I've never seen True Blood. So I'm sitting here like, what? That man will find his fucking damn show. All of them. God damn. Bill? No, Bill, Bill, no. Bill got a motherfucking sookie. <laughs> what? Sookie. Just move on, please. But he did fuck the shit out of that woman in that show when he turned her head around backwards while fucking her. And I was like, that seemed like a good time. <laughs> Ma'am. We move. You don't wanna you don't wanna do this with me? Mm-mm. No. No. Mm-mm. All right, y'all. Fuck it. They stole my phrase in this movie. I was so pissed off to rewatch this and listen to what they were saying. And I was like, is that is that me? So after a, a smooth musical number, we start this film, Sans title card, with Noah. Um, swiping through Puzzle Piece, which is their dating service, um, sitting in her car prepping for a date, 
where after she gets a whole text notification and she's like, I'm not here for this shit, we get a nice little thank you for being a friend. And we hear from BFF Molly, tell her to diss this motherfucking date. Fuck him. This ain't a story of how you tell your kids about this shit. But no, I ain't listening. She like, fuck this. I'm hungry. I'm outside anyways. I might as well go in. And sadly, she goes on a terrible date with the scarf shrouded, femininity seeking, hot sauce loving, insensitive douche. First of all, his name is fucking Chad. What else did you need to know? I didn't need to. All I needed to know was that he texted me telling me to bring cash. I... Really, nigga? Really? The first date? Yes. And the thing is, like, obviously, I'm going to always have my own money. I'm never looking at you to pay. But the fact that you fixed your fingers to text me that off rip. Then your ass, first of all, first of all, let's just listen to this in a button now. Not only did you tell me bring cash, then when I get there, you just going to say, you would just look good in the dress because I just feel like the women, like in our parents' generation, if you want to fuck your mama, just say that. Um, then you want to take my leftovers that you didn't even pay for. Then you're going to be racist. That shit took me out. Bubble, bubble. Bubble, bubble. I felt so bad for her. And then the re- the restaurant worker, she looked at her like, bitch, I'm sorry. Okay. Like, you you got to put up with this, not me. And so the day ends on one of the seemingly worst notes possible where he takes her motherfucking leftovers. One moment. One moment, y'all. I don't give a fuck what's happening. If I'm paying for my food, even if I'm not paying for my food, you do not touch Britney's food. You do not insinuate about touching Britney's food. Britney has given her dearest relative, friends, family members, everybody, the ugliest of fucking looks for insinuating that I should give somebody my food. If I don't want to share, don't ask me for shit. I would have stabbed him with a fucking fork. He insults the restaurant employee and, you know, insinuating that she doesn't know fucking English. And then tells her that, you know, she's stuck a bitch after Noah tells Chad, yeah, they ain't a match. I was confused that how he went from like a thousand to her just saying we we ain't gonna work. He even said she was pretty. Well, she was cute actually, but still. Because that ego, that ego will kill you every single time. You thought it was sweet. No. You got told about yourself you couldn't handle it. Little dick syndrome. I feel it. Well, actually, I don't feel it, but we move. We do move. The next day, we have a little girlfriend workout session between Molly and Noah where she's t- airing her grievances about the date, being single, all of this shit to Molly, who, you know, is being a good friend, being supportive, letting her punch that punching bag. I wouldn't have let her, I wouldn't have did this, but you must be a good friend. And later that evening, she is fooled thanks to a cute dog photo into starting a conversation with the unsolicited dick pic sender. And I'm sorry, that poor girl. Yeah, no. <laughs> Your dog's if you've been too. a victim of unwanted dick pics, say I. 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 It's fucking terrible. I didn't ask to see your dick at all. Some of them be cute, though. And why Some would you send me cute. a video? Like, why would you just... What possessed you to do that? 
why do y'all do that? Can somebody, okay. When we first uh, meet Molly, she brings up a really good topic or just a really good point. How she talks about our perception in dating is kind of skewed because Disney kind of fucked us up. And I'm not going to hold you. I heard this song over quarantine. It's called I'm, I'm Mad at, at Disney. Disney. Disney, They tricked me, tricked me. Something, Thank you. something, 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 whatever. Thank you. Um, yeah, so this song basically is talking about how all these Disney movies really did kind of give us a false perception of the princess treatment. And as Molly says, it's every straight girl's dream. Like, that's just what they want. Their prince charming to wipe them off their feet. And she wasn't lying. And I mean, a lot of us had to figure out the hard way that it's hella motherfucking frogs, bitch. Ain't no fairy tales, bitch. At all. In need of some snacks, Noah heads off to the grocery store where she is randomly questions about cotton candy grapes. I like cotton candy grapes. I do too. I don't like cotton candy, so therefore, um, that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, I have never tried them things. They're very good. So we are introduced to Steve. I hate that name. I hate that name for him, not that name in general. That's what you say. That's what you say. You're a traitor. That, that's why because I hate it. That's Steve why Steve gave me the best childhood years of my life with his dog. Oh no, I meant that for a personal reason. It broke my heart when he gave us that whole, you know, I, I felt really sad. I think I cried when he told me he saw me in that video. I was really he said he was that. proud of me. Bitch, I lost it. I was like, I'm not <laughs> this hard. He talked about student loan debt. And I was like, I understand. Oh, I know you had to go off to college. I really hate you left me like that. You're going to leave me with this nigga Joe. I'm not going to feel emotional. But yeah. And we see in the back, if you pay attention, that there's a fresh meat sign. I love that. Oh my goodness. I love that so much. And she said that the Mimi says that that's why she picked that location because that was already there. And it's other little things in the movie. Y'all know I love a good Easter egg, but uh, I was loving that whole little fresh meat thing. Also because like, Bitch, it always happens like this. When I'm not dressed, this is when y'all all want to be in my face. I looked at Noah's outfit. Now this is dressed down. This like bitch had sweatpants, tall socks scrunched up coming out of the Saccone shoes, hoodie, long trench coat, hair in a little dusty bun. And that's when y'all always think we're the prettiest and hope we don't take it wrong. I don't understand. I really don't. Oh, buddy didn't like it. I understand. Because nowadays, men don't like all the extra makeup and stuff. And so their thought process is, if you actually look cute, bummy, then I know you're going to look bomb as fuck when you finally dress up. I mean, yes, I understand that. When I say I don't get it, I'm not being literal, but yes. But still, I just don't like it. to me and it to me, honestly, that's what y'all say. But bitch, y'all just want some type of control. That's what it come down to. Y'all just mm, I know y'all fucking games. Now, I don't say. like when people flirt with me in the grocery store or ask for my number in the grocery store. Did I tell you about that time I went to the grocery store one time and a man asked to take a picture of my feet because he was doing a scavenger hunt and he wanted to win? What? Did mm-hmm. you let him take the picture? 
I did. I figured. It was like, this is what I get for going to the grocery store at night. Because, you know, y'all know me. I like to do everything at night. I'm a night owl. I went to the grocery store by my parents' house. It's probably about like 9, 10 o'clock at night in the Safeway, buying some groceries. And this man asked to take a picture of my feet for a scavenger hunt. He showed me like the whole scavenger hunt, like point system and all that type of stuff. And I was just like, okay. I was like, I hope you win. <laughs> was it like this would have been a part of the movie where they like snatched their ass up and chopped their feet and sold it for this organization? <laughs> Oh, I hope that. <laughs> I mean, he's still here. He still have feet, right. so yeah, because he'd have been served up on a nice little go-headed platter. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! Even like this is Johnny. Mind <laughs> you, they worked really hard to make this damn gold-headed emblem. Very fucking hard. It was Mimi and a whole fucking team to get this shit just right. Mm -hmm. And they like it pops out so much throughout the movie that you don't even like. So many times it pops up and it's not until you know what it is that you actually recognize it. You're like, damn, they in this. You know, I never noticed the emblem at all until the end of the movie when it was in the credits. It's like, yeah, it's all through the damn movie. It like. was right there on the plate when they got finished eating Melissa. No, it wasn't Melissa. It was um, it was Hope. So after some conversation about the craziness of four-year-olds, the stealing of Britney's signature phrase, and a phone number asked, we find out these two are going to be something. We don't know what the fuck yet. So the next day, we catch Molly and Noah at a nice little food truck. That shit looks like you got some good-ass burritos, okay. though. Oh, my I God. Fucking hold you. With that fucking checkered paper, I'd be mm -hmm. in that bitch. And you know what? Noah's telling her all about her fucking problems. And Molly's like, look, listen, this is why I like talking to women. We ain't got to go through all this type of shit. We just have our emotional stage. And she lets her know that, you know, he probably married, but fuck it. If you want to do this, you should stop playing games and just be yourself while in the whole getting to know you phase with the grocery store shopper. And after a small inducing text, Molly joins the man at the bar for drinks where they catch up. I like that. Um, in this scene between Molly and Noah, it's established straight off because watching this movie, like I said, I watched this movie because I had to make sure it fell in line like way back back when I watched it. And when it came to Molly, I was like, okay, well, she about to be the typical, how can I help you, white woman? What is wrong, white woman? Tell me all your problems, white woman. But I like that Noah's like, hey, Molly, I can use some of your emotional dependence tonight. And she was like, well, bitch, that ain't cheap, honey. So what are we doing here? And I like that because that one little line literally establishes that Molly is not just here to be some type of vent dump box to a white girl. I like the fact they gave her actual depth in this movie. They didn't just have her is like, like they did Brandy. I'm talking about fucking tanning. I'm very proud of this fact. Mimi K, thank you. Thank you very much. So after this fine-ass bartender named Paul supplies Noah with some extra cherries, we find out that, you know, Steve is a plastic surgeon. You know but what? It made me think of the fly. When homegirl was walking, he was like, I'm a bodybuilder of sorts. That's what I was thinking of when Steve was like, I'm into reconstructive surgery. Because, I mean, he's not lying. 
he definitely is not. He's not lying. I'm glad he didn't leave it plastic surgeon because that's not he, he really does reconstructive surgery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but while she's finding out this one tidbit from him, he's finding everything out about her, where yeah. she's from, if she got siblings, right. the fact her dad is dead, like I wish mine was, and her mom is MIA. Okay. Um. <laughs> and see the way he does it, he try he's being very charming. Like he's acting like a Libra, a male Libra. Okay. Don't put me in this, but he's acting like a male Libra. Just being very charming and just suddenly like, oh, me too. Yeah, my parents aren't around. So he's trying to make her feel like they're together on this and just getting her to open up. And I'm just like, bro, no. They even toasted to Disney motto, dead parents. Yeah. And all Which she is, got from it's him. It's crazy, though, because I'm like, Disney Plus, y'all didn't. I'm surprised they ain't saying nothing about that, but. No, nah, me either. And all she got from him was that he was from Texas. He didn't go into any more detail from that. Texas. Texas. My dad in Texas. Baby, what the? F- you going to give me a location? Anything? Something? Okay, but it's no. bad enough. I can't stalk you on social media, damn it. Like, oh, I would have, I would have, you spoke you on that number. Sometimes you just got to use a good cash up. If you just want to start in the beginning, the basis level, you can just look that number up and cash up. For anybody who got cash up though. So I, I take it for someone who recently stalked. No, well, I didn't really stalk this person, but I wanted more information about them because they gave me their number and that was it. So I put their number in Spokio. Uh, thank you, Neve. And um, Catfish for helping me to Spokio because Spokio gave me all the information that I needed to know. Listen, I use Mr. Number for my lookups. Um, sometimes if I don't feel like paying for Mr. Number or doing the free trial because I keep changing my shit, then I go to um something. I forgot what the other one is. Caller Smart. And then if I'm feeling frisky before they change the fucking rules, I would call them from another number thanks to Swoop Card. Because with Swoop Card, all you got to do is call them using a number of your choice. So let's say you wanted to pretend to be Applebee's because everybody has Applebee's number saved. You can just call them and get them to answer. Not everybody like Applebee's. I for sure don't like Applebee's. That was only a college being Orangeburg. That's the only thing that we got. Oh, no, I don't think. club Applebee's. I didn't think you were going to like it it's just a lot of people have it saved like i have applebee saved from my hometown because that's where i went to the club at i had waffle house saved in my phone because waffle house exactly which is why you use one of those when you use spoof card to call a motherfucker but they don't change the rules now y'all so you can't use it no more so if you was doing a little light internet stalking you can't do that no more i just want to let you know unfortunately um you know we can do some more find out this motherfucker ain't got no socials very upsetting but they have a little bit more heartfelt getting to know you bullshit but they end up back at noah's apartment fucking the night away i said oh y'all gotta stay too i mean i feel it though i mean she just opened up talking about how she doesn't like all the phases of dating which actually noah actually no i can't front because me personally you go on one date for me and you're in love with me. So I don't have this issue that other people have. Like, I'm glad I never had to download a dating app. Um, never had to do a blind date. 
Yeah, so I don't have the experience that she has, but I can imagine that Steve had this girl nose all open, all up in the air. So yeah, nigga, we've been bone. I get it. Do what you got to do. Now, I've downloaded dating apps. Have I gone on one date? Yes. Was I looking for a relationship? No. Did he end up being married? Yes. So it was one and done date. However, I've met some interesting people during date from dating apps. Very interesting people. However, I don't think I've ever used dating apps for dating. Like I just use it to meet people. I've never used the dating app, but that's also been because me and Jose been together for a long ass time. I've just been fortunate enough to like, you know, luck out a million times. And before before Jose and I started dating, it was just motherfuckers who, you know, chased me down and be like, hey, and I do appreciate a motherfucker who'll chase me. Like when I'm walking and they want to walk back, turn around and come back to me. And I appreciate that. Of course, I'll talk to you for showing effort because you like Brittany that much. Brittany loves attention. So that is the best way to get her. Give her all of it. But don't try to love bomb me because I know the difference and I will just fuck over you and take all your money. But when she tried to stop herself or I guess when he stopped her, whoever, it don't matter. And she was like, can I get you anything to drink, eat? And he said, nah, just you. Don't do that. Honey, that's the exact way that you get me. Because, bitch. Well, I mean, we see it work for her, so. It definitely did. And you are absolutely right, because don't tell me you want me. Tell me you want me. I mean, we knew that he meant literally when she asked, do you want anything to drink or eat? He wanted to eat her ass. Yeah, he definitely. And not in the fun way. Of course. I'm pretty sure it tastes great. But nah, I really need him with facial hair because this bald look was not it. It started to bother me at <laughs> this point. Once we got to this point in the movie, I was like, yeah, no, I can't. I can't. No, I did not. I don't like the clean cut him. It's very, very creepy. We know it's also creepy. The next morning after snapping a quick pic, who does, she's going to take a picture of him while he's asleep. And on the other hand, he ain't got a social well, I media. Mean, so yeah. I, I see it. I mean, I, I understand why she did it. I would have did the same motherfucking thing. It's just funny she did it. And then he woke up immediately and like, you know, what we gonna have? Oh, you want some coffee? That's all I got to offer you in this motherfucking house is coffee and more pussy. Right. And no, I love that she took the picture because, I mean, if he was awake, that picture was not gonna happen. Like, she never would have got that picture had he been, like, up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad she took it. Me too. And after he don't got the fuck on down, Molly Molly and Noah have a nice little talk about her night gymnastics and how Molly puts the grocery store pickup as a red fucking flag. Because him not having a, any social media is a fucking problem. Because who the fuck exists without Instagram? Or Twitter? Like, even if you not posting on it, like, you still have it and bitch, you still scrolling and watching people's stories. Like, you just not not here for the longest i had a tiktok with no post and now all i got is one <laughs> and i don't plan on making any fucking more Shit, even my parents have burner tiktok and instagrams like it's it's weird and it didn't it didn't make any sense at all so the next night knowing the non-animal meat eater 
are having dinner and he asks her all about who she's told about him in a non-threatening manner. It's really friendly, you know. Who all nah. you told about me? No, nah, that was suspicious. Tell me about them. And I'm like, what the fuck? We just gonna, just gonna sleep this under the rug. And she doesn't understand shit. She's all happy about it. But he wants all the details. And we have a quick little dance break afterwards. I just yeah. feel like this is the most that we ever heard about Maui. And I could have mentioned this earlier. It just seems like every time, every scene we have between Noah and Molly, Noah is dumping onto Molly. Like, only thing we know about Molly is her and Paul used to hook up once upon a time and that Molly is by, I guess. I don't, we really don't even get like an exact concrete answer on that, which we don't need one. But it's just like, damn, you are you. Is she okay? Are we going to ask Molly how she feels? Is she cool? Are we going to get to learn about her? No, it's just Noah, 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 Noah. But obviously. So speaking of Molly, after Blue Hoodie has, you know, hypnotized Noah with her dance move, with his dance moves, and said so he's going to take her away somewhere nice and fun. You know, it's a surprise. Molly ain't happy about this shit. She ain't had about this motherfucking news. And she tells Noah that she's been digmatized and she has been stupid as fuck. Because you don't know this motherfucker. But she lets her know. It's, it, you know, this sounds like a straight girl's fantasy. I am so glad I ain't straight. And she happy for her. Because I don't want no fantasy like that. I mean, I was with her. Like, y'all just met and you going away with him for the weekend. And it's a surprise and you don't care to know where you're going. Like, that's fucking weird to me. I no. That's yeah. not white people shit. She should have threw that in there too, but you know, I don't think they would let that movie go for that. At the car, we oh, you know, Steve tells her that they have a little delay because of the weather and shit. And they won't close to the next day. So, you know, tonight we're gonna make a quick stop at his place before they head on to Cottage Grove because he can't hold that shit, you know, down. And he no one notices that she don't have any cell service at all my whole thing too was like how are you just okay with going to his house in the middle of nowhere that you've never been to before like you're just like oh yeah we're not gonna leave till tomorrow that's not suspicious how are you just gonna go with somebody you don't know where the fuck you're going that's it that that was suspicion number one then suspicion number two when we finna get in a car you tell me there's a problem i mean like my thing is like why wouldn't we still just leave why would we wait till even later to leave? Like, I understand us leaving in the morning. Yes, it probably will be clear. But why not just go ahead and leave now? I don't see the problem. Why she didn't check the weather? Anywhere around now. But you know what? Fuck it. The pair arrives at the surgeon's house. And while he's off making an old-fashioned drink with a twist, Noah studies a pain that looks like it has a whole motherfucking molar in it. At this time, Sweatherweather asks her if she notices any interesting flavors. This is a terribly good tactic because she continuously samples the drink until she picks up Nectarine. And he's so happy about this shit. But while the two are talking, Noah gets a little fuzzy around the edges and proceeds to pass out because her drink has been laced. I love how they do this. I don't, I can't remember what it's called, but it's called rainbow something. It's like when the vision gets blurred and it's like a rainbow edge. 
I just really like how they made use of that. I do like the hazy effect. So we finally get the title card opening credits being cut through cuts of what's going on at the house. You know, he's unpacking her shit. 33 minutes and 17 seconds in, you give me a title card. I was shook. I was like, wait a minute. Why am I just getting this title screen now? I was I wasn't even expecting a title screen at this point. I was happy. I was like, bitch, my jaw was like. And opening credits? I Mm -hmm. said, wow. Okay. Like that was like, honestly, this is what, what I'm said earlier by saying like, this was damn near like a sneaky horror film because the whole first half that we watched damn near just played like a rom-com, literally played like a fucking rom-com. And the whole time I was just like, where are we going with this? Like, I'm I'm sticking around for the rebel. Where are we going? But when he drugged her, she dropped in a title card flash and we literally went through a whole title sequence. I just, I was like, okay, bitch, you got me. Let me sit my ass down. And we're opening the sushi. <laughs> <laughs> so, as AJ opens the sushi, Noah wakes up confused as the fuck, but the turtleneck doctor lets her know that she's been drugged, but assures her he has no intentions of sexually assaulting her, but he's definitely not taking off the restraint, but he also does like her. I like you. Okay. I mean, because I mean... She was in a nicely decorated room. And I get my dumb ass. You can hold me captive, but I, I can, as a Libra, I can appreciate a nice room because that room was really nice. She had a little vanity. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about the wrong thing. Carpet. Yeah, I'm like, it was really nice. You could have just been in a room like from Barbarian. <laughs> This oh, is God true. Damn. That is true. Or like the one, I don't I don't think y'all have seen this movie, but a Saba um our girl in what's the movie the loved ones you could be in a room like that shit like it's it's i've seen worse rooms she had a conversation pit bed yeah that shit was nice mm-hmm. bring so, that conversation pits in the living room please i really want one of those me too after screaming to get her attention um the turtleneck doctor lets her know that he he plans on selling her meat here and stuff like that because people pay a lot of money for it okay but don't worry he plans on keeping her alive for a while that's scary she doesn't act up that's scary bitch you literally just told me you are going to chop me up but in a way that i can hang around for a second bitch no are you just he gotta keep the meat fresh this is just like um, Green Inferno. Yeah, basically. Basically. But also, not you holding me and telling me stop being so dramatic. What did you just say to me? Why wouldn't I be dramatic? Even though I'm not going to hold you, when he was holding her and she was freaking out, I was kind of into it. But also, I'm the same girl that said I liked when Billy was slapping homegirl. You know what? Just don't listen to me anymore. We see what I'm into. All right. You know who was also wild? Let's hear the next doctor when he was sitting there trying to soothe Molly. Because she is very upset about her friend. She's calling, telling her to check shit out. What the fuck's going on? Then we don't know. We don't know at all. He sends her a nice little picture. 
that don't make no sense. And you know, she looks okay with this. So we cut back to the very I nice. I think that I think Molly knew from jump. Like, yeah, I think she knew. I think she knew, but she was just trying to wait because I get it. Like, let's not front. Sometimes when we get around niggas, bitches, new bitches, we be acting kind of brand new when it comes mm-hmm. to our friends a little bit. Like, it don't be intentional, but it just be like a you be trying to be quote unquote in the moment. Mm-hmm. So Molly's antennas was definitely on. I'm like, she just like. I'm gonna let you slap for right now, but just know, bitch, you being first, weird. Not the first it. set of messages weren't right. Weren't strange. It's the getting to know you phase, and so if I got a message like that from my friends, I'd be cool. I'm gonna keep fucking texting you, but I'm gonna be cool. It's like, right. but no, don't worry. Later on, point, if later I, on, she didn't. At some point, I gotta call and check in. Like, if I'm with a new nigga and we somewhere. I'm calling someone or texting someone. Like, you know like, that we finna be texting, like, this nigga got such and such in his cup holder. This You know we still texting. You would have a license plate number before I would have gotten the car. You would have my location. Like, I no games are being played. This is why I can't be friends with some people because y'all not having my blood pressure all the way through the roof. Worrying about your well-being and you don't give a fuck about your own damn self. Listen, if I ever start bed dating, we're gonna have to have a whole conversation between the three of us about what the fuck I'm supposed to do because I don't know no more. I don't, I don't know either. So, no. so I don't know what the fuck to do. I would be fucking. I'll send you to a mirror. A mirror will tell you. Please do. I do a nice FaceTime with him. Be like, please tell me what the fuck I should do because I don't know what the fuck the. the don't be the, a bonehead. That's what you do. First, I don't know. I would never be dumb. I would never do that shit. What does it look for? What is it? It's just the way Ashley said, don't be a bonehead. I was like, do you know how many times I say that to my kids at work? (laughs) But you made it seem like I was capable of stupid ass thought processes. I thought I was pretty safe. I mean, did you not see that? Okay, let's move. No, we got on the elevator. We move. That, we that move. Was not... Don't even open up that can of worms. We got okay. Show. Next, next. We move. Yep, we move. Next. Cause Brittany, Brittany girl, cause she gonna be screaming justice for Brittany when it actually is her fault. Um, like, do you not see our text message threads? Okay. <laughs> text message threads. I don't be doing shit. First of all, don't you do this to me. Second of all, we back at the damn nicely kept dungeons. <laughs> <laughs> It really was. The floors was nice. Like, you know, it, it really could have been worse. It could have smelled like pee. It seemed like it didn't smell too bad. You had a nice little prison toilet. I mean, also, you know, he said he didn't need you to be, like, scared because, you know, yeah. you could uh, take you know, in the meat. They could. Brittany, you okay. bet not. You bet not, Brittany. You better not. Okay. You better not. Because I know what you was finna do. You better just let it go. Let it go. Cause you know what she was finna fucking do, making nasty. Finna, no, she was finna quote Jennifer's body, because oh. you said that she didn't need to be scared, and this girl's oh. gonna be like, "I need you helpless." Move <laughs> on, <laughs> move on. No, but actually, he really made a valid point because I've heard that like even eating like animals, apparently like eating certain animals depending on how they died, can make us, you know, have those same feelings of the animals and stuff like that. So Damn. 
So whoever ate whoever ate Melissa, mine must have been gone. Cause old girl was back there singing. Because through singing, the walls. I feel bad. Know it on her from Penny. And Penny giving her all the gifts. She like, hey, look, listen, it's me and him. I don't know how the fuck long I don't been in here. I don't lost count. I ain't got no family. So ain't nobody looking for me. So we can go ahead and rule mm-hmm. that shit out. But don't worry. Melissa, Melissa, can you hear me? Hey, la la. Melissa back there having a good ass time. That and considering considering what she done been through, I'm with Penny. You you don't blame her. Just let her be in her own world, baby. Start singing. That's that, so oh, can you imagine? Like you literally are locked somewhere. Like we joke throughout quarantine and even still now that we don't know what day it is and blah blah blah. But no, I they mean, really have no idea. Yeah, I was about to say I still don't even know what day it is sometimes. That's why I said even now, but they literally don't even it's even a joke later on when they set up a date and Noah was like, I have no idea what time it is. He's <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. You know what's also wild? The fact that um the stylish architect don't know how to pretend to be somebody's best friend. He fucked up bad. Cause Molly did not let that shit go. Mm-mm. Did not. Molly was like, all right, cool. Send me more pictures. Nothing. Just bullshit ass answers. And he said she tells her, I love you. Cause Noah's telling Noah Steve is like, I'm going on social media cleanse. I'm going to be logging off. It's okay. I love you. This motherfucker puts a heart back. Rule number one. Something right. Social media etiquette. If I text anybody, if I, if I text you, I love you. You send me a heart back. You must be dead and somebody else got your phone. Because ain't no way you're going to text Brittany a heart. I want the words. Well, I mean, it ain't even that. The thing is, this movie did a good job of showing us how these two girls talk to each other. Every time one says, love you, the other one says, I love you more. It, we've seen it four times before this message. So you knew when she said, okay, love you, that Noah was supposed to say it back. And you're like, okay, bitch, you ain't never just sent me no heart. What is, what's going on over there? What's really happening? And this is when Molly gets smart. Like, she was really doing some good detective Googling here. You haven't used Google Photos before. Just know, you can do this backwards lookup where if you put mm-hmm. a photo in there, it can tell you what it is. And it's just literally pulling a picture and it will tell you where the fuck this picture is. And she did it and she found out this is just a straight up image off of them. Bless you. Okay. This is just straight up an image off of the internet. So she's like, it's an emergency. Call me. You get the fucking green message bubble. Something's wrong. Bruh. Something's motherfucking wrong. Okay. We cut back to the American Psycho shout out. We see the good doctor in the kitchen cutting up a juicy leg to a musical okay. montage. I said, not you serving prime leg. <laughs> Listen, I was like, I know that this is like fake as shit, but I refuse to believe that this is what's inside of my leg and what inside of my leg looks like. Little bone sticking out. No, like the meatiness and all that, you know, mm. like the meat part. Like I know they just took like slabs of beef or chicken or some shit and molded it together to make a leg. I refuse to believe that that's what my leg looks like. I leg. mean, I'm not gonna hold you. It might. A lot of times nope. they really do look at parts and 
recreate Maybe getting them. anatomy right. Yeah, I'm maybe you. getting it right. Yeah, I'm sorry to scare you like that or fuck <laughs> you up like that, but no, nah, that's what probably your, right. Your yeah, leg quarter look like. Right. When you look at the bone and you see the meat, and that, that's mm-hmm. the meat right there, Holmes. But after he gets done prepackaging the meal, you know, putting a little personal artifacts I'm in sorry. boxes. Come on. Because look, back back in the back when I was hot shit and I had a little business, whatever, this is exactly how it felt packaging them <laughs> But it just killed me because he was frolicking like this was just a regular business. Like this is Etsy. Well, this is like Hello, Hello Fresh, but for cannibals. Okay, period. <laughs> he even put the fucking meal card in there. Hello, fresh, holla at us. We, 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 do you know how much you can help us? Bitch, I want a meal prep again. I just don't feel like doing it. Help me. And after he's done seeing it, we see a nicely dressed man cutting open the box. Cutting back to Noah, though, she's in here asking for a shower because, you know, she needs a bath. She's been through a lot. And he's trying, the good doctor's trying to connect. So he's like, okay, don't try anything fucking funny. He even grips her up, y'all. Let me go ahead and tell you, this is inappropriate. See? Before I say it. But um, I do like to be gripped up like that. See? Consensually. See? I like to be gripped up like that. Like, ooh. <laughs> See, now when I say it, everybody get quiet. Okay. Oh, that's 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 how you get Brittany attention right there. You hold my face like that. My face might be on your dick later, but we let this go. <laughs> and hers is on his later too, but not in the way he wanted it. And she fucked up the best fucking plan. She could have found the whole layout of the house. Bruh. And she, and she was doing so well. Cause I was okay. I was genuinely curious. I was like, I see that she's observing the house. I know she see that speck of blood on the corner of that wall. So I'm thinking maybe she just going to chill go take the shower, have some thoughts, maybe try to escape on the way out. I don't know, the way back to the room. No, she said, it's no time, like right now, let's do it. She tries to escape on the <laughs> way there. I'm like, bitch, what Girl, is wrong with you? She yes. didn't, didn't even try to escape well because he knocks her ass out. Okay? okay, do you fucking hear me? And you know what she gets as a reward? She bitch. lost her ass cheeks. That's I'm what taking she got your as ass, Noah. She was Why like, what are you, you doing? To me? I'm taking your ass. And don't worry, I gave you an epidural so you shouldn't feel anything. What? What? Like he really took her ass. But I'm like, what did he take? I need to know what he took. Like, did he do it how we watched Dr. Miami do it in the Snapchat golden era days? Did he do it like that? Because that's different. Or did he literally like slice off some of the cheek? Nah, I saw like do you see him with his hand? He took I mean, I saw him pick it up, but that's what I'm saying. Like, what part of her ass was that? I wanted to see. Like, I wanted to see. Like, you know, cow and chicken, pork butt and titles. We would actually see the butt. That's what I envisioned when he said, I'm taking your ass, Noah. Just two cheeks. You know what? We get a nice little musical scene during this whole surgery. And I'm like, they really like their music. And I really appreciate the usage of it. Mm-hmm. It's good. So cutting back to Molly. She's using her pouty lip to head over to the ball, head over to the bar and ask Paul for help finding out who the doctor really is. But he's like, no, he can't really do that. But, you know, she used a pouty lip. 
he was he's like okay i'm gonna think about it and later on while she's at work he sends her a nice text letting her know that um his name is brendan Stephen kemp can we and- just appreciate molly is slick as shit girls is players too because here's the thing she literally got all up in that nigga head to get what she wanted first off we didn't talk about how gorgeous jonathan t gibbs is who plays molly she's gorgeous in the movie she's gorgeous her outfits on point this bar scene how could you not give her what she wants then when he did agree she was like you looking good and you see he wanted that old thing back it's the beard it's connecting we know first of all it was the beard oil he told that was really really a help to help that connect but he looks fine as fuck i'm just saying we know you like what you see we do I Molly do. ain't shit. Molly is not shit, but I love it. I'm here for it. She has, you got to get what you want. That's how you work these niggas. Okay, madam. Okay, now hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Molly uses her skills, you know, a little light social media stalking. Okay. cross-listed with Zillow to find out where this motherfucker stay and after you know pulling up on the motherfucking crib finds out he got a whole motherfucking family see now here's my thing how did you let this happen Brendan Steve because okay when when she was scrolling through her Facebook page she looked like one of the and I know I said what I said earlier but also I felt this way at one point I hate when I am lurking on the page because I just need info. I hate bitches that don't post. Don't be having no fucking posts from 2018 and it's 2023. What the fuck? And don't have your shit private either. First of all, why I can't go look through it so I got to get somebody else to use their yes. burner account to go like, to go find you as a friend so that way I can look through your shit. Because first of all, you all need to know somebody who has a burner Facebook account. Mm-hmm. But I, I brought that up to say like, when she initially started scrolling through Anne's page, it looked pretty empty. She had to like scroll away to find what she was looking for. You know what I'm saying? So I was thinking like, you ain't cross your eyes and dot your T's. You thought she was untraceable, bitch. Chris Jenner works hard, but Molly works harder. We found you, honey. And I really do appreciate the fact that from that little photo, she was able to go through Zillow their version of Zillow to find that mm-hmm. motherfucking address. Do you fucking mm-hmm. hear me? She found the exact picture where the fuck it's at and pulled the fuck up and watched her unload the minivan with groceries. Undetected. <laughs> That's what I'm like. If your best friend, if this is not your best, Molly is the ideal black bestie. I hate that it had to be her, but this, this is a friend. Okay. She really is. You know who's also a friend? Penny. Because she's trying to cheer Noah up and everything. Mm-hmm. But Noah lets it slip that she know. Fuck the turtleneck doctor. And mm-hmm. she lets her know. I don't think none of the other girls slept with the enemy like she did. But don't I'm not slut shaming you. I'm just I'm just telling you. you none of us did hoe. that. None of us did that. But you know what? Remember this most important. It is not your fault. It is none of our fault what the fuck he did. And I was like, I love this. I love yeah. this fact that she is piping her the fuck up. She's reminding her that this trauma is not on us. We didn't ask it's for okay. it. Okay. Unfortunately, Brittany, I totally agree. But unfortunately, I got to bring my bullshit. 
we come to find out that Penny is also a person of color. So once again, we have another person of color and Penny's been in there longer and she's still catering to Noah. But I digress, we move. I just have to point that out. You're right. Noah is getting catered to. While I yes, like, lit we okay, Melissa, I want to say Melissa was just Caucasian. We saw a picture of Melissa, but you know, like, sometimes you can't tell. I think Melissa was Asian because if you look at all them pictures, most people that he had up there was Asian and I think her last name was like a Asian last name. Yes, I cannot confirm because I don't remember the other. Well, we haven't gotten that far yet, but the other girl that we encounter that we don't physically see is also a person of color. But we literally have all these people of color catering to Noah's ass. And also, literally, her white girl in peril. Yes, you're right. You are absolutely right. <laughs> but they all do. It's like, come quick, white woman in trouble. And they do. They go yes. to help her. And also, you know who the fuck else is helping her? Another one of the victims. Because through the pages of a Cosmopolitan magazine, Noah finds out that if she's reading it, it's too late. I'm just playing. Um, it, it's that he likes her and that she should use it. <laughs> I could not let that shit go. Bro, I wanted, when I wrote in my notes, I wanted to write that same exact line. So we here. But you know what? Her, okay, so her name is Sami Akbari. So clearly a person of color. Even from the grave, we still helping Noah. Okay, helping Noah. <laughs> so my theory is that the wife is actually that girl. No, nah, they don't look. We saw Sammy's picture. They don't look alike. You didn't really see her face, though. Her face was covered by her hair. She had her glasses. Yeah, but you can see all this. I don't think they look alike. Not really. You didn't even get to see all that. It, her, the hair was covering that. Because I, I I'm, was really I'm actually surprised that you clocked that. I'm not going to even hold you. I'm really surprised you paid that much attention. I'm oh, going to be honest No, with seriously. You. The hair was... I, I was <laughs> I was looking on purpose because I wanted to see if that was the same person. And all you really seen was like the, her glasses and her nose. But like her hair was more so covering her, like the bottom half of her face. That's a cool theory. You like that one. Well, guess who we meeting up with now? We back to Mala. Who the fuck is Mala? We back to Molly, who shared her location with Paul, you know, just in case she's doing some Smart. dumb shit. Or he wants to come over later. And she does, in fact, do some dumb shit. Dumbest shit I've ever seen. And goes to the man's house by herself, where she comes face to face with Anne. And his wife, you know, and she lets her know that her husband is cheating, step one. Um, her friend is missing. And she ain't the smartest because she telling this motherfucker, you know, I ain't went to the police, all this, that, and the third. And guess who shows the fuck up? It's Brendan. What's up? Came to the crib and tells her she got the wrong house. You know, you need to fucking leave. I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. I don't recognize you by. But right when she's about to leave the motherfucking house, I don't know why she did this. She calls Noah's phone. And then all we hear is, Thank you for being a friend. He looks at that motherfucker. It's you. Points to it and you should have did that. And then his wife busts her ass upside the head. Now they have her too. I was not prepared for that. I wasn't expecting that. This one got me pretty good. I also wasn't expecting him to pop up because he was just, we saw him at the other location. So now you have to assume, especially when a scene that comes up a little later, you got to assume that these locations are fairly close to each other. Yeah, he got that fast as shit. So back at the mirror dungeon, 
we see that um, Noah don't picked up on them dating tips and she's coyly flirting with Brendan, asking what the meat tastes like. And they're having a cute little back and forth up in between what the fuck's happening at the house. And at the house, we find out they have a nice little family life. She's in the mirror. Let's just go ahead and speak about Aaron quick before I fucking forget. Mm. They left her part ambiguous on purpose. So they didn't let you find out who the fuck she was, what role mm-hmm. she had, so whether she's the mastermind herself, whether yeah. she's one of the victims who's turned into his wife, whether it's grooming and whatnot. They leave it so you can interpret who the fuck she is and never go any further into it. Mm-hmm. And I love that's that about I'm her. I'm telling you, that's why I think that she's the, like Sam and Ann is the same person. It sounded to me like you whitewashing a person of color. On Black History Month. <laughs> she had a um, whole accent. She didn't even sound American. The part where she's holding her face in the mirror, I just thought maybe she was trying to rely on her plastic surgery or maybe, I don't know. It seemed like she was letting them thoughts win. She knew she was wrong for what she did to Molly. That's what it seemed like to me. Just that part before we find out that she doesn't have a leg. I almost said something, but then I was going to get in trouble, so I'm going to let this shit go. If I say it, you got to take it out. Oh, well, no, because you know I was on out. Yes, the fuck you will. Hold on, I'm going to take it. And you know what? We get a nice little morning routine from the good doctor as he goes on a nice refreshing run. That's what I like. I like, because you see, like, like I said, she doesn't have a leg. She can't, well, she can do things, but she doesn't have the freedom to run like this nigga. He just out here feeding off women, literally, and just going about his business. Like, it's copacetic. Like, everything is fine. But I did like that jump cut from her legs to his. And it was a nice one with more musical number. As we see that he's getting ready for the day. He done went into the kitchen, made him some breakfast and shit. Just peeling off pieces of leg. Did y'all notice that painting in the back? Not the one that we see is like a hidden shelf later. Not that one. There's another painting and it has a picture of four women on it. It's, but to me, it looks like Noah, Molly, Penny. Um, I don't know who I said the fourth girl was, but there's another girl on there. But I feel like it represents them. And then you see like kind of like a monster. I guess the monster's. The monster is supposed to be Steve Brendan, I guess. But I was wondering, was that one of Mimi's Easter eggs? I don't know. I didn't think about it like that. I didn't think I noticed the painting. It's like, I can't describe where it is in the house, but it's not the one that lifts up and has all the stuff behind it. It's not that one. It's another one hmm. that plays right during this part when he's like, taking slabs of meat little samples i didn't all i saw was that when he went to the back and he got into the freezer and he had all the the meat sectioned by names yeah. just like in fucking slither we had them all with the nice little name tags labeled by person um we didn't have mm. that many any brown pieces of meat I'm, i was kind of glad for that we ain't had that many yeah I'm glad. I'm like, look, I'm I'm not. I'm sad your freezer's full of meat like this, but I'm glad it's not that many of us. Okay. 
And we see that he goes out to the back to use chainsaw to cut the meat because, you know, it's frozen. It's kind of hard. So I guess he has a specially clean chainsaw that he just ribs to cut them damn ribs into pieces. Mm-hmm. Like some ribs of lamb or some shit. Cut back to this and Noah and Steve on yet another date. And he was kind enough to give her one of those butt pillows. Where he tells her <laughs> about his... <laughs> How's <sighs> the meds? Big, don't ask me no silly shit. He's asked the dumbass question, but he okay. tells her about his first experience with eating human flesh, and how he went on a quest to find a community of people devoted to cannibalism. Now, when anybody says a community of people devoted to X, Y, Z, I'd be like, it's a cult immediately. When you tell me you go to find a community of like-minded individuals, I'm like, oh, you enjoying the cult, huh? Okay, so I doubt your commitment to spark emotion. Is that what you're trying to tell me? What? Oh, y'all haven't seen that movie yet. Okay, never mind. Some of the survivors, they know what I'm talking about. It's fine. But I just know, know I doubt your commitment to spark emotion. What's spark emotion? What movie are you Donnie quoting? Darko. Donnie Darko. Oh. I never make it through that movie. I always cut it off. It's, Another movie it's I always a cut movie off. movie that you should not make it through i made it through that movie i will never watch that movie again but that movie is perfect it's an amazing movie but just know it scared me that bad that i would not be watching that um yes so we find out that um the meal they're sharing together name was hope i'm sorry to you hope um and after they're done cleaning the plate the symbol in the middle is shown again okay they just had it all out i said damn yeah, it seemed like when Noah ate Hope, her eyes opened to like a new world. But I really, yeah, it was just like, mm, girl, that's it for you. I'm proud of her <sighs> for going in there and throwing that shit up. Yeah, I'm so proud of her because right after he sends her back to her little glamour dungeon, you know, he tells her you're welcome because she did not say thank you. How you know uncultured of her? I mm-hmm. gave her a thirty thousand dollar plate. You can okay. tell me thank you. And he closes his ass back up there. He goes to grab Molly from her cell so he can make a free th- um a $35 plate from her titties. I just... Mm. The boobs didn't look how I wanted them to look. They didn't look appeasing. But I'm okay. I'll get over it. So, in the next scene, Noah is given a pretty pink dress and instructed to freshen up for their date at seven. This is the scene that AJ was talking about where he, he's joking about time because she, she don't know what the fuck time it is. I don't know what time it is. At all. <laughs> at the fucking all. And we get this nice little cut-by-cut scene of the cheating-ass husband ignoring his messages from Anne while getting dressed. And Noah's getting dressed in her little cell. It's cute. So we find out the reason for this date is because Brendan feels sad that no one's ever cooked for Noah before. They treat her to a dish of Melissa. Yes, that Melissa. Mm-mm. Pate. I'm sorry, I thought of Heather. Because he really made her some pate, but it made me think of when Heather Duke was like, is that pate? And Veronica slept the shit out of her. I never had pate, but now I want to try it. I guess it's good. Mm, I don't want to try this one. Yeah, I guess you got a good point. I don't know. Oh, let me just stop while I'm in here because y'all can think I'm a cannibal. Okay, go for Yeah, it. I, I was really going, I'm like, oh, so you don't know you are people, huh? I would. I mean, I've eaten cow's tongue this summer. So, I mean, why the fuck not? 
Might as well. It was good. I won't eat chitterlings, though. I'll eat a human before I eat chitlins. You I feel like once you eat like liver and stuff. I eat liver too. Might as well. I love liver and rice. Liver, onions, and rice is fire. Okay. So shit. Maybe I will eat a human. Watch out. Mm -mm. I'd be just like her throwing the fuck up in the toilet. If I got to, my life depends on it. Yeah, I'm gonna try little people. But after I'm done, that shit coming <laughs> right the fuck up. People. <laughs> that shit coming right the fuck up. Ugh. So afterwards, he shows her his altar for the women that he has turned into meals, or you know, currently turned into meals. Well, she can see their per personal effects that are given to the clients so they can feel closer to them. But as she looks at the pictures, she peeps the pictures of, you know, Noah, Peggy, Melissa. Not Noah. Hope, Peggy, Melissa, the likes. But in the corner, she happens to notice that Molly's phone is in the cubby. I loved uh, the way that they introduced Molly's phone because we see it throughout the entire movie, but you're not thinking of it. But I think the smart thing about it, and it's funny. So um, there's this girl named Candace here. She's my former teammate and she teaches heels classes. I'm going somewhere with this. So in her heels classes, in all of her classes, she always talks about how you need to connect with your audience. Like you need to look at somebody while you're dancing or if you're working with a camera, you need to look into the camera because humans are always looking for faces. So like Disney movies, when they turn inanimate objects into humans, obviously like cars, they're gonna use the headlights for the eyes and the grill for the mouth because to us, even before cars was a thing, cars look like faces. So I say that to say with Molly's phone case, there's a face on it. So when you just look at it, just sitting there and all those shots that we've seen it beforehand, just sitting there, you naturally look at it. So when you seen it in this scene, you already knew that was her phone. You know what I'm saying? It didn't take you like too long to put two and two together. Because that's the first thing you're going to see among all that other colorful shit is a face. You follow what I'm saying? Yes, we follow. However, I never really looked at Molly's phone. So I, was, I didn't grasp that it was her phone until uh, Noah stared off into space. And I was like, oh, she must see Molly's phone. I just, I'm surprised, like, why would you not put Molly's phone in the same place where you put um, your phone you were trying to duck yourself off from in? I don't know, but you know what? Because I don't think, because Molly isn't as important. So Molly doesn't have anybody, like, looking for her forever. Like, yes, she has the... the I mean, the, yeah, the, but if you're going to show Noah that, like, okay, put it this way. If I'm doing some sneaky shit, I'm not going to forget that I did some sneaky shit. So if I decided to do something to y'all... I'm not going to show y'all what I did. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he's going to show her that painting, he had to have remembered that he put Molly's phone there. And clearly, we sit in here just staring at it. It's not like I just opened it and shut it. We are looking at this. So you mean to tell me you forgot that you put her friend's phone there like she wouldn't know her friend's phone? I don't think he cared. Yeah, I don't think he cared. He thought she was fully committed to his ideals at this point in time. He thought he had turned her, so I don't think she... Oh, was. she was fully committed to Sparkle Motion. Okay, I understand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so after dinner, we get this intense cutscene of a strange as, as a fuck dance where they are just... You know, it's, it's very 
different than the dance in the beginning because at first they were doing you know getting to know you dance like in a relationship when you don't really know what the fuck's happening you don't get anybody so you're all doing your own thing kind of at the same time but this dance is fully in sync and it's fully strange because this relationship is strange as the fuck Bruh, and while this, this is, is all she kept doing and it was bothering me i don't know why i like that steven was doing his own little groove but Noah, this whole thing, it was killing me. And apparently this was a TikTok trend that I had no idea about. But you know what? I'm not surprised. My whole, thing, my whole thing was, how was she walking? Like, you have no ass. He chopped that bitch off. Like, do you still got muscles? And then, like, I was looking at um people's, like, thoughts of this. And they were like, OSHA alert. She should not be able to walk, let alone dance or run with one or two butt buttocks removed so i was like oh okay thought she needed a good healing time but maybe she'd been done that longer than we thought i mean shit the heat away he was drugging her she probably do feel good i don't know like obviously it's different but when my sister got a bbl and i can say this because she can tell her it's fine she and y'all don't know her anyway the first day she was fucked by the third day actually really by the second day this bitch was trying to be out and at it but I don't know, I guess. And that's why I also said I wanted to see her ass. Like, I wanted to see the ass on her body, not just a piece of meat, because I want to know what he cut and how he cut it. Because I was curious, too. And I mean, like, at one point, we see bloody underwear, so we know, like, she's going through something down here. But I need to see. Girl, he said he cauterized her shit. Mm -hmm. So she got burnt flesh back there. And you know, like, the thing about your ass is when you sit, it stretches. So you know them, like, they getting ripped. That's what I'm saying. That's that I'm like, how, how is she walking, let alone sitting on that bit? I mean, to be fair, he did give her a little donut to sit on. So, there's that. Oh, yeah. That, that shit was funny. So, while the two are getting a little frisky, you know, we're wondering, where the fuck is this going to go? She bites off his dick. How hard do you got to bite to bite off somebody's dick? I don't think that that's easy. Mm. It's mm. only a... It's not connected. Now, this is fucked up to say, but... It's not any bones in it. Yes, it I shouldn't know it's not be any that bones hard. in it, but I'm just saying, like... I just got to think, like... That just seems like a lot. Like, how much force do you have to, like... To, like... I really don't think you need I mean, I literally, I don't think, yeah, I don't think you need, I literally feel like if you bite, I wouldn't say like, I literally wouldn't say hot dog. I would say more like steak. You can bite and rip that bitch. You could probably bite a dick and rip it. Yeah, because I mean, it's not that much. I would say more along the line of a steak versus like a hot dog or sausage. The bone is what stops you from biting through most anything. But because it's just some hard ass tissue, that's that's all you're getting is just tissue and also i wanted to know like did she actually bite it off or did she just bite it it was a lot of blood i don't know he got called half dick so i feel like she bit this shit off yeah mm. i think she also put it in his mouth because she didn't well, she put toothpaste in his eyes that's why she went to the bathroom to go put toothpaste in her hands when she bit him, she shoved the toothpaste in his eyes, and that's why he was burning. And when he got up, all of it was just like that. Yeah, well, she made it a fucking matter in a hornet's nest. But she first of all, he probably thought, oh, 
He probably thought he, she was going to put the toothpaste in her mouth, give him a little tingly sensation. No, bitch. This is a whole new field. Damn. That's some shit. But she's a blocking his ass in the room and goes to save her friends. Yeah. Well, she got her titty-less friend in Penny, who unfortunately is without a leg. Um, but they get her ass up them stairs and get up get upstairs in the kitchen. But guess what? It's time to fucking fight for your life. I'm not gonna hold y'all. This pissed me off. You are in a fully equipped kitchen and y'all ain't killed this man. I like how they use for hair. effort. Yes, yes. The whole setup, the whole fight scene was cute. I loved it. How y'all was tag teaming his ass. But none of y'all just, it was knives galore. It was so much equipment that you could have killed. We could have did a fear street again. I'm pretty sure it was a bread slicer in there. Like we could have did something, but the trio ended up going outside, and y'all, this is I'm gonna mention him now. He actually came to save the day, the bartender. And I was very happy for this. But you know what made me even happier? When them gunshots started ringing out and he was like, it ain't fucking worth it and left. Mm -hmm. We've seen this movie before. I was very happy because usually in a typical movie, they would have brought Paul in to either save the day or he's gonna save the day, but he's gonna get killed. And I wasn't for that today. So I'm glad he just left. Me too, but you know who didn't just leave Anna? Anna and I brought some fucking goons with her. Hey, one thing about it, y'all know me, I love hair. That ponytail all the way down to the ass, baby. I was feeling it. She meant business, okay, but... No, he meant business. He was ready. He was with the shits. The 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 the, the bodyguard with his ponytail. Remember when he was like packing up when uh, earlier in the movie when Steve was packing up stuff and he put it on the doorstep and then the guy came to put it in the car. That's the same dude who showed up with Anna, the wife. Mm -hmm. Damn, I'm super. I ain't put that he was in there twice. Mm -hmm. I was just talking about Anna being in business, but yeah, they they were. They were in there. They died, but I digress. I'm coming back to this shit later. No, I don't think he does. I think he made it out with his long ponytail. I hope he died for all that shit. But, I mean, they was kind of beat up at the end, so I don't, I don't think they were hunting down stragglers. But, you know who was a fucking straggler? Brendan and his dickless ass tried to chase the motherfuckers outside. Did not work out in his favor because the trio then proceeded to beat his ass again. And then after, Noah tells him, you know, give her a smile. Shoots his ass point blank in the head. I love that. And they showed it too. I was, oof. because they literally could have gave us another scream moment. This is the part when the killer jumps back up. No bitch, just take care of it. Just handle it right now. Y'all should have handled it in the kitchen, but I appreciate this. Me too. So as Polly, Noah, and Molly run off to the damn shed trying to get the fuck out of there and realize it was locked, you know, Noah's like, don't worry. I'm going to do some work, finally, in this film. I'm not going to let y'all save me. I'm going to okay. go back and get some more help. But she runs into Anna. And Anna tries to give her this sob-ass story. <laughs> Can we? Let, let's just talk about it. Let's just talk about it. Because bitches was playing their role throughout the... Noah was playing her role when she had to seduce Steve to bite his dick and get out. Um, And, ma'am... Not you pretending to be a victim. Baby said, thank you. You are thank dressed you. way too nice. You could have at least dirtied yourself up a little bit. You're going to come in here with this peak coat. 
No, absolutely not. But the main thing about it is they get into the little scuffle or whatever and get stabbed in the neck. It is what it is. Molly flips the bitch over and whacks that ass with a shovel. Noah was like, who the fuck is that? Niggas don't even know you and you got all this beef. We don't even know you. I appreciate the fact that Molly told her you 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 are the problem. You are the fucking problem. I asked you for help. That and that's also why me. that's also why I don't believe the she's secretly Sammy because why would you let us all go through that when you could have stopped it? Why would you let us go through all that? That makes no sense for you to let shit get this far. And you knew this well. Her knowing, I can be, I can buy her being the mastermind or being really into that shit. I could buy that. But it ain't no way you just gonna let us, you let me lose my titties and you let my girl lose her ass. And I told your ass about this shit. No. No. But I appreciate the fact they ended up killing that bitch. And as I said, you know, breathless against a tree. Molly tells you what the fuck up. You know, he was married. Like I fucking told you. He's married? <laughs> it's crazy. But like, the thing is, we always have these moments in movies where we're like, damn, such and such never found out about this and blah, 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 blah. I like how they just slid this in. Like, yeah, bitch, he was married. That's his wife. What? Who? What the hell is happening? Like, you know what? We also find we are also like what the hell is happening because as they're breathless, panting against a tree covered in fucking blood, we pan out to Noah's phone, and guess what the fuck is on there? It's Chad with the you up. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. After all I went through, sir, absolutely not. Even if I didn't go through all that, absolutely not. You took my leftovers. Fuck you. I fucking love you, Molly. And that's slightly the end of the movie until we get a nice little cut of some red-ass meat and a very bloody-ass scene with niggas at the table, well-dressed, and we figure mm-hmm. out they're a part Not of a well satanic. One of them was naked with, like, leather strappy mm-hmm. shits on little straps. I mean, they, that was well-dressed when you think about it because we had a range of clothes. We had the motherfucker with the tie, with the straps. We had the naked motherfucker. We had the motherfuckers with the suits on. So only one person was in his birthday suit, and I guess that's what he thought was the best thing to wear to present himself to the satanic cloak. A kink. And that's the end of Fresh. Ratings. So for Fresh, it has a 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 82% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 3.5 out of 5 on Letterboxd. Also, 76% of Google users like this movie. I actually wanted the wife to get away with it. Like, I wanted to see what she was going to do. You put this nigga on ice. Are you and the henchmen going to take over the business? Are you going to find a new husband to do your dirty work for you? Like, how does it yeah. continue? No, I do agree. It is a lot of open-ended questions. Because I'm like, what happened to Penny? Where'd she go? <laughs> like, I think she left it, Penny back at the barn. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, is she okay? Like, did the man with the long braid get her? Where is the man with the long braid? Did they he make it Steve, up? Like, He took Steve and put him on ice. So that's why I'm just like, it's, it's 
I like, I'm always indifferent, but I feel the same way you feel. Like some, like how Hatchet last week, we talked about like, damn, it just stopped only to find out the second movie picks up immediately. With this movie, we don't know if we're going to get a sequel or not. Do it even need a sequel, really? But continue. I'm also happy the Black people ain't die for once. You know, how that be in horror movies. Right, not right. a Black person was left deceased, okay? And like how I said at the beginning of uh, this episode, I for, the, for, for this to be Mimi's directorial debut, she ate. She ate. I was shooketh when I found out that this was her first director's gig. Um, I liked the movie. I liked it. I liked it. I want to see more. I'm going to give it 75 tickets, though. For me, um, this was a surprise movie. Y'all know me. I don't want to know shit about shit until I get there and enjoy the ride. And I was very happy with what I got, especially at the time that I watched it. I just think it came at a really good time for me to enjoy it, not knowing what was going on, eating my food while this was happening. Um, as Janae said, for a f first attempt, <laughs> you knocked it out the park, bitch. I was excited. I really want to see more from Mimi. The way Molly was handled, I'm cool with it. I like that we called out everything. Like we said, like, bitch, I'm not just going to be your emotional dump truck. I like that we gave Molly a lot of things to do and she wasn't just here just to help and not be appreciated at all like if it were not for molly bitch noah would have been chopped liver pun intended so with that being said i'm definitely obviously gonna watch this again bj didn't get to watch it with me i have to show him this um and even if he did i'm still gonna watch it again so i'm gonna give this 84 tickets i like this movie the only part that i disliked was the fact that it was a lot of people of color especially molly Especially a black woman doing some heavy ass lifting to save a white woman. She wasn't doing shit to save herself except when she bit the dick off. That was it. Will I watch this again? Probably. But I and I also ate that his name was Steve. This is a personal vendetta. I'm not rating the movie based on that, but this is just I did not like it. There's always some fucked up ass Steves in movies. So with that being said, I would have to give this film mm, 83. Well, we don't want anything to get spoiled out here. So let's go ahead and head on out to the souvenir shop. Thanks for writing. Before you go, take a detour into the souvenir shop. All right, for my souvenir, I, can, I ain't even gonna hold you. I think we should have First of all, we should have little leg keychains. Yeah. That are anatomy correct. <laughs> Anatomically correct. Is the correct way to say that. I want a um so you know how this summer I went to the Stranger Things inspired cafe. I kinda want a fresh one. You can like eat some titties or eat some hope. But it's oh. yeah. You and know, you bite like... into a cake and then your mouth be all red from it. Yeah. Like, we could do stuff like that. I also like your idea, too. But I think, like, like personalized keychain. You're like, oh, who is this? But, like, it's someone else's name. It's not your name. Like, this is uh, Belkalise's ass. But they need to make sure they have all <laughs> demographics 
And if why did I use her name out of all names? I could have said, why did I use hers? I don't know why you use Bella Likas. You did though. <laughs> Shut up. Don't call her that. <laughs> Bella Likas, stop calling her that. Don't call her No, that first of all, you should she should be um honored that I'm using that name because that's a badass motherfucking one of the animes I watch. Her name is Bella Lyka. Mm. Anybody watches Fair. anime, you know Fair. I'm talking about Black Lagoon. Because that motherfucker was the shit. Very fair. Um, have you guys like seen those um desserts where they're like people's privates? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I think they like they have one in Mexico where it's like a penis cake or mm-hmm. a vagina cake. So I feel like we should sell like penis cakes that you can just like take a bite out of. Brittany, remember when I was in Japan, I sent you that Hello Kitty banana that was like mm-hmm. blue? Mm-hmm. Like that. I really want to go to Japan. Jane. Go. Literally go. Well, if you want to go to Egypt, I'm planning to go to Egypt this year, so. Ah, you changed to Egypt this year? Not for my birthday. Probably like in September. Mm, okay. I feel like my mother would feel some type of way because my birthday's on Thanksgiving this year, so try to stick around. I understand. Now, if you're looking for any ideas for like two years from now, just saying. I have yet to plan that far in advance. I will work on that. <laughs> I appreciate it. You know, life, life is life be life, and you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, let alone in two years. Okay. I understand. I, I just. I'm ready to get these weddings out there. Get married. Everybody and they did. I need somebody who wants to get married out the country to let me plan a destination wedding. Like, let me handle your travel arrangements. I want to do that. I want to get into destination wedding planning. That was three out of four for our February theme. That's my best friend. Go, bestie. Next week, I cannot believe we are about to tackle our first Jordan Peele film. Okay, everybody take a breather. Cool out. Um, we're taking it all the way back to 2017 with the one that started it all, Get Out. I'm fucking hyped. Because I have things to say about this damn movie. I always have things to say about this movie. So just know, it's going to be one of them episodes. So buckle up your seatbelts. Also, if you made it this far, I just want to say really quick, thank y'all for hanging out with us. Season 3 has been a hot-ass mess from Jump. I'm just going to let y'all know. It's been a hot mess. It's been very tiring to do. Um, episodes be coming out late as shit. You know what? And y'all be so patient. I just want to say thanks for being with us. Thanks, y'all. Because when I say life be lifing, life be lifing. And you know, just gotta roll with the punches. Thank you. Because life been whooping my ass. And it's been winning. Goddamn, it has been winning. But you know where else you can win at? On our social medias. At the, what the fuck? I'm not that 30. I am not that 30 that I put social medias. I put an asshole media. I oh goddamn! Say anything, but oh shit! You can follow us on our social media at D One Eighty Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, where you will find out that my age comes through a lot. Mm. Like then, hmm. well, maybe we can pull Brittany out of the sunken place of her thirties, but we'll see. No promises. So get your teacups. Um, get your running shoes, separate your Fruit Loops, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye.